So on the docket today, we can cut this if Ryan thinks it sucks. Um, we're going to talk about Trump, maybe Tar, maybe talk about how Trump and Tar relate to Dime Square, question mark. Um, how NYC has changed on us, sad face. Um, and then we want to get to know Chris from Chapo and, um, you know, Hell and Earth now, the new, uh, you know, new series of many to come, I'm sure. Um, so how are you doing today, Chris? How are you doing today, Anna? Um, long day, but happy to be on the pod, on the, on the mic again. It could be worse. It could be long COVID. It could be long COVID. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Another day grinding out the pods, but, uh, you know, I love it. Pod life, as Anna and I like to say. <laughs> yes. We're preparing for actually being in pods in the future, like living in pods, you know, when rent prices uh, continue to skyrocket. We're the only ones prepared for it. Yes, I uh, look forward to the uh, age when I can live in a, um, a neutrally buoyant pod of nutrient goo uh, and through various advances in AI, the metaverse, uh, content production technologies, uh, become a being <laughs> of pure content. Uh, in which the uh, transcendental experience is not escaping, not only escaping my bodily functions, uh, not just escaping my mental limitations, but in fact, be- having every sensation of my life be something that can be consumed in some form of media. And then the rest of us plebes will like uh, have our hamster wheel time during the day where we leave the pod. And if we like hamster wheels uh, run for like an hour, then we can like afford to listen to an hour of Chapo. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. The, the times that you are on the energy producing <laughs> hamster wheels are the time that you get to consume the content. Yeah. And all of, yeah. And some of us, you know, that are hooked up to the pods will have all of these, uh, you know, little detectors and s- synthesizers that are synthesizing all of the information from these sensors and detectors that AI will then create into content for us. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, you know, create a deep fake voice for us as well that are so- sound perfectly like Anna and sound perfectly like I talking mm-hmm. to the, the deep fake voice of Chris in the future. And there, you will never know if we're actually there or not. You know, it'll be like the most passive income thing ever. It's it's learned our algorithm, what we're going to say, our, our inflections. Like literally, I am doing two pods at the same time in the future. Maybe 10 at the same time, you know. Uh, there, there's some guy on Twitter who, and I don't want to be giving anybody the... Um uh any any ideas about this but there's some guy on twitter who's been uh, uh toying around with doing ai generated chapo based on feeding it hours of content uh and you know it's it's not quite there yet but it's get it's it's a little uncanny when it when it yeah. nails just like the perfect moments and it really hits their voices uh you know again i'm trying not to encourage him or anybody else but uh the fact that it exists uh, yeah, it does speak to to a, a a wonderful and infinite horizon of perpetual content. I feel like it's kind of freeing because like you can't really like you couldn't like get canceled because you can just blame it on AI now. If AI. you're yeah, like I didn't actually say that. That's that's AI. Um, yeah, I heard a great like I heard a, a clip of like the Red Scare podcast where they were like talking about Pokemon or something like a deep fake. <laughs> Red Scare Girls talking about Pokemon, and it was pretty funny. I haven't heard any of the Chapel ones, but I know, I know you said not to encourage it, but I am going to go surf right now. That's... I, yeah. just, think, I just got a text message. Do you think one message. day you... <laughs> I was... I just, oh, go ahead. Go Sorry. ahead. Go ahead. I just got a text message as we're talking about this that said, 
podcasters are the new cult leaders. Um, right as uh, you know, Chris is talking about all of these deep fake um, Chapo heads. I mean, the the new cult leaders are going to be open AI based um, deep fake versions of Chapo. Probably they'll probably outsmart all of the original Chapo people, in my opinion. I think. I mean, I, I don't know if this is unacceptably <laughs> nerdy for this, but I think there's an episode of Cowboy Bebop that that's basically the plot of, <laughs> where where it was like some like spiritual guru kind of modeled off after the uh, Heaven's Gate guys who oh my God. basically <laughs> uploaded like generated a perpetual AI of himself that like had all these people like building a cult around, and then Spike and the gang have to go fucking hunt him down. I, I believe that's an episode of Cowboy Bebop from like. 25 years ago at this point i honestly wish i had watched cowboy bebop i think i'm gonna watch it because of you now chris honestly like 100 I mean, percent gonna look, go and watch it because of you and i should have watched it by now but i've been interested in gay stuff so long i haven't got into the nerd stuff yet so <laughs> i mean look i i'm uh, very opposed to doing any yagatas about any media so i would never say that but uh it's a treat the the cartoon is uh quite good yeah i've been uh uh, dating somebody new and there's all of these things I have to read and uh, basically it feels like another course Here, here's the literature yeah Here, you know my, my my manual basically yeah here's like uh, these are all the books you have to read to understand me and you and if you don't read these things you won't understand me that's like I feel like that's how you know you really have picked an art hoe you know like she mm -hmm. has a must read Wait, did you have to go through this, Anna, with, with your partners ever? You have to see this, you have to read this, or anything like that? I think I'm, out of, the like, me and Dan, I'm the one with, like, the more schizophrenic bookshelf. Oh, um, really? Okay. But, no, there's there's a few. We've swapped a few books and stuff. But, yeah, no, the, the bookshelf is, like, that's, like, that's, like, a medicine cabinet. That's, like, looking through a medicine exactly. cabinet. Is, yes. Is, mm -hmm. If, if there if there was one thing like Anna or Chris, you would say that somebody has to read or see that would describe you if you were to say, you know, start dating somebody new. Do you guys have a piece of media that you could point to? I have a couple, but I was just curious what your guys would be. I mean, I as with anybody, I think that there it's like really the intersection of a number of things. It's where like your discrete faves right. intersect that that really defines your personality. But if I was to say like, look, you're going to sit down and watch one movie to define mm -hmm. me, uh, I might go for Repo Man. Oh, that's a good one, actually. That's amazing, uh, actually. Wow. I And especially because I think that that's a lot more like watchable than you know, some of the, the heavier traditional male faves, uh, you know, it's, I, I always think it's kind of a, um, it, it, it's, it's, you're setting yourself up for failure when you're, you're it's, again, as a, as a straight guy, when you're like forcing new dates to, to engage with the, like the straight male <laughs> canon of, you know, like your blade runners and, heats and stuff on the first day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although I will say that Molly, my wife, uh, you know, pretty early on, we both discovered like, oh yeah, American Psycho. We both love that movie. It's so f fucking funny. It rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you putting the mic in my face, bro? <laughs> Ryan likes that movie too. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's awesome. It's so funny. Ryan was so excited when you said that. I like the resurgence of of American Psycho. Recently. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, you know what I would choose, Matthew? Right. Uh, uh, it's it's like the BPD Art Ho Red Flag movie. Which one? Version Suicides. No, not Virgin Suicides. Take another guess. Ooh. Think Room about for a dream. Think about 
Eternal, closer. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind or whatever. Oh, ding, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Isn't that literally about a BPD art hoe? Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it dep- for me, it's always like, um, you know, uh, Heaven's Gate, the movie from like 1980. If like they're really if they're really dedicated, but like <laughs> nobody's ever actually finished it for me. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that nobody's ever ever watched, but has watched enough clips of to get the vibe, and then they can kind of bullshit from there. Yeah, well, I remember I was dating this one person, and they were like sending me all these like really pretentious movies, and I was like being really coy, and I was like, yeah, watch Metropolitan, watch like um, I can't remember. Th- if you look at my letterbox, it's like the 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 nineteen like twenty. I can't remember the ones, but um. And then they were like sending me all of these like obscure movies, and I was watching them. I'm like, oh, they have good taste. They're cool. Like some of these are kind of hard to watch, but they're good. And then I sent them this, and they're like, bro, I literally am an hour into this movie, and I cannot watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so how I felt watching Tar. Oh, really? oh really? You're oh you're you weren't you weren't a Tar head. I wasn't a tarhead. Yeah, I mean the credits alone in the beginning, it's like it's like they're you know they're kind of hazing us right away, right? You liked Tar, Chris? Oh yeah, I thought that that movie was quite good. Uh, that you're talking about that opening sequence where she's uh, interviewing Gopnik from the from NPR forever. Yeah, is he from yeah, New Yorker th- or New Yorker? I'm sure he's done something on NPR. Oh it's yeah, an NPR like, style interview. Yeah, in that milieu of a uh, guy who would interview important person <laughs> in New York media. Yeah, totally. They're I obsessed like- with Jewish people too. It's like so clear right away. Kavya. I don't know. I hated. Her. I hated her right off the bat. Um, I think what pissed me off the most about the movie is that it wasn't like based on a true story. Because I'm like, who the fuck mm. would write this? Who would write <laughs> something like this? Uh, I think somebody who has a clear observational eye about the t- that type of person. Although I guess mm. that's one of the things about it is that there really isn't that type that that isn't a real. It seems so like so real of a type of person, but there really isn't that kind of you know notoriously genius, but also difficult woman in a creative field like that. That's not. Uh, a really a kind of person who exists in our pop culture, which I think is what makes that movie at least kind of. You're saying crazy. women can't be great, Chris. I can't believe no, what we're the starting on the pod. No, what's what's? The, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Who's yeah. the one who said that there's no the reason there's no um, yeah she says female this. Jack or the reason there's no female Mozart is the same reason there's no female Jack the Ripper. Wait, who says that? Which which anti-feminist feminist probably pa- um, pa- paglia right Jack the Ripper. I'm like, yeah it is it is it's paglia yeah our favorite uh, paglia yeah appeal to common sense <laughs> just to like undermine everyone and like without any like real any history to support it yeah um we can talk about that more later of course yeah so you liked it chris anna you didn't like it um what did you not like about it anna because well, she's a woman. What I found interesting, yeah. Well, first of all, that I it really maybe I'm just it just brought out the, my inner misogyny. But um, was it because yeah, it was basically about your own brilliance? It was questioning your own brilliance, and maybe I felt attacked as someone who um, can be neurotic about what I produce and wicked uh, because of it. Although you know, not wicked enough to like I don't know uh, 
there Maybe aren't not. there aren't any yeah. uh, neoliberal hell Instagram interns that you're like grooming into manipulative relationships. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, we have we, we did that's we did my, actually well, except for Ryan. That's Ryan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Ryan gets paid, but uh, <laughs> we ha- we put an internship out on LinkedIn and basically they had to pay us a living wage to work with us. So I think in New York it's like $45 an hour or something like that. And then they would be able to spend time with us. But because we're leftists, we demanded a living wage for both on and I. So it's like two people's wage technically. Um, But of course, you know, the only people that would actually be in that job are like rich people anyways. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they should pay us, you know, I I like the idea of creating like kind of an inverse. I mean, at that point, you're basically saying that the goal of your company is to become somebody else's intern. Uh, and the fact that they are, they are paying you and you're like, what I will provide is the service that I am already doing. What you will get, <laughs> get I assume, is, uh, I don't know, the, the clout of being the kind of person who has interns, which is yeah. its own kind of clout. That's just what Peter Thiel's job is, basically. Yeah, collecting collecting little Renfield interns around him. Exactly. But I mean, think about it. Like, the only people that can be interns are, like, rich kids anyways, you know, like... Unless you're getting paid, you know, so it makes sense. We need to, you know, create a new rentist class of people that are sucking on the teat of podcasters. So, yes, I mean, I, 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 clearly we're joking, but I could imagine the kind of, <laughs> a person who would want this this service of being like uh, the kind of young, rich, already rich hustler who wants to be seen as the kind of person who, like, quote, owns a media company, you know, <laughs> and you would be providing the service. Of having an operational media company that they could become. Like, what's the name of that guy who owns fucking Bustle? Who bought Napoleon's hat? Brian Goldberg. Oh, okay. You know, somebody who wants to be like an up-and-coming Brian Goldberg type. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, if he called it Bustle, he's probably an idiot already, so. (laughs) I mean, it's one of the last... Bustle. It's one of the last. Oh, bustle. Uh, okay, I think you yeah. said buzzle. Okay, okay. Which also sounds like it could be like a, a BuzzFeed, you know. Uh, yeah, that's why I thought you tried this like, from like yeah. 2014. Yeah, I thought it Something was like a just buzzfeed serves, like, ripoff. Buzzle would be a BuzzFeed ripoff. I mean, exactly. Yeah, it kind of is, but you know, it, it's one of the last going concerns from that era of digital media. So, 